What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan the Giant Kassad, and you're listening to the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast, Episode 11. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. What's up, guys? Pretty short week here since we uh, recorded so late last week, but here we are. we got a few things to talk about. Yeah, it'll be a, a quicker show for sure. We're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk some news. We're going to maybe do a second round in our draft that we started last week. And I think next week we'll do a third round, and then it will be time for the WWE draft. So it'll be pretty – well, full roster. So I think it'll be pretty cool. Um, if we have time, we'll do some uh, a, a little trivia game. I'll ask you some questions on the 2002 WWE draft. Um, so let's go ahead Sounds and – Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast. If you want to find us, all of our links are on our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Stolen Gimmicks. You got our t-shirt store. Uh, go buy a t-shirt. You got our Twitter, our Instagram, our personal Twitters. Go check that out. Give us a follow. Um, you won't regret it. You might actually, but yeah, go follow us. Um, so yeah, um, I want to go ahead and talk some wrestling news from the past couple days. Uh, first up, we have WWE and the app Twitch. I don't know if you use Twitch too often. I don't, but WWE's uh, finally letting their talent use Twitch again. Apparently, that WWE's going to get a cut out of it, and then Twitch and the superstar on Twitch is going to make the most money out of it. What do you think about this? Yeah, um, I don't know how much WWE plans on taking, but Twitch already takes like half, and then if WWE takes like 20%, that's going to leave talent with a $5 subscription. That's going to leave talent with like a dollar 75 cents per subscription so it kind of sucks but at least they get to profit yeah. off their wwe character so sure yeah absolutely i think it, it could be good and maybe uh, since they're actually like superstars and celebrities maybe they'll make a little bit more i, I don't know how that all works i don't watch twitch uh, i don't like watching people play video games i don't even like playing video games myself half the time uh speaking of video games wwe 2k23 the only video game i actually play every year um the dlc with uh hit row and the steiners is out now and uh, you can go play as them if you have the dlc but also a patch came through and they added a bunch of superstars and stuff uh they added a bunch of stuff for bray wyatt the fiend um uncle howdy in there but you can't play as them yet we don't know if you'll ever get to play as them but they're in the files now so i don't know what that means it could mean they're going to be part of my faction it could be a surprise dlc in the future so who knows i guess we'll see soon but i think it was worth uh mentioning here I, i'm pretty excited for the potential possibilities there yeah we'll see um i fear <laughs> that a lot of this will be my faction stuff though mm-hmm. yeah um, but a lot of the my fashion stuff, there's there's creators out there that can port it and put it on community creations. So at least there's that. So hopefully we'll get some cool, at least created superstars to use. <laughs> um, Fightful reported this week that Cody Rhodes made the most of his Hollywood uh, trip, and he talked to some agents about potential movie roles in Mortal Kombat 2 as Johnny Cage, potentially, and an unannounced Legend of Zelda movie, which is, sounds pretty exciting. I don't know who Cody Rhodes would play in that movie, um, but he had some conversations. So we might see Cody Rhodes going to Hollywood. What do you think about that? Uh, I know he's a huge Zelda guy. Um, mm -hmm. he's, he uses that logo on his boots a lot. Um, the Triforce. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be cool. I always thought Miz would be a perfect Johnny Cage, but maybe Miz doesn't care about that yeah. uh, movie. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he only cares about the Marine. 
Well, I also heard that if Cody Rhodes goes to Hollywood, he still wants to be a full-time wrestler. He doesn't plan on leaving for huge extended times. I assume a couple of weeks here and there if he's shooting movies. Um, but I do know Mortal Kombat 2 is starting to film in June. So if he's casted in that role, we might not see him uh, for a couple of weeks this summer. So we'll see. Uh, Becky Lynch also teased. Uh, I guess she said that she wasn't going to be at Raw. She blacked out her Twitter. Everyone freaked out because you know that's what we do as the wrestling uh, Twitter community. But um, that apparently she her contract for WWE ends in about a year. I that might not mean anything, but if she wants to go into acting, which she is signed by a big time uh, agency, maybe that's what she does after this year's up, or maybe she'll use some leverage and maybe sign a part-time deal. So I guess that's not really huge news right now, but it's something to look forward to or look into for sure coming up. Yeah, we'll um, see. But like you said, for now, I wouldn't worry about it. I think it's a lot like the Drew situation where I think, I think Drew's already re-signed and that it's just a work and they're waiting mm-hmm. to get him back on something after the draft. Yeah, I also think that they were waiting till the Endeavor deal went through. And, so, and apparently the Endeavor deal isn't official yet. So once that's completely official and it's actually uh, signed over and everything, I assume they'll start re-upping some contracts and signing more people. So uh, we'll see how that goes in the next couple months. Uh, Goldberg tweets out that he feels like he's – I don't know if he tweeted it out, but he feels like he's owed a retirement match, a proper retirement match. He said Vince McMahon promised him one, and he didn't get it. Uh, well, how do you feel about wah, this? Wah. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I think he got. Has he had like fifteen retirement matches since he's been back? <laughs> yeah, like, what else? Plenty what of... else does he want to do? He's wrestled literally he, everybody. He won two world titles. Like, I don't, I don't know what he wants out of that. I think maybe he wants an official. Like, I'm retiring after this. I'm, uh, yeah, like a five minute match with Corbin. Have Corbin win and. Bye bye yep. Goldberg. No, uh, yep. I I I don't care. Um, it sounds like he might he, do a, a four city tour. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Yep. I mean, uh, I'd be interested in checking it out. I'm not paying pay per view prices to watch him wrestle, though. Then you're not but. checking it out because I guarantee <laughs> that it would be fifty bucks a show. Hey, with uh, Bullet Club Gold, he could have joined that. Be the Bullet Club Goldberg. I saw that theory going. I hate there. you. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the news I wrote down for this uh, past couple of days. Up next, let's go ahead and talk about Monday Night Raw. In my opinion, this might be one of the best in-ring Raws ever. I thought this this Raw was great. The whole three hours went by. Oh, and, you, and you've seen every Raw ever to make that judgment call? <laughs> no, but like out of the ones I've seen, I've seen a lot of them, but this just felt like a really, really good At least Raw. four of them. Uh, yeah. no, the last right. time, the last time there was this much good in ring, uh, wise was probably pandemic era where there for a few weeks, that's all they were doing was just wrestling yeah. because it was impo- pretty hard to do anything else. And even wrestling yeah. was so awkward, but I didn't watch a lot of the pandemic era. Like I kept up kind of, but most of the time mm-hmm. I just kind of read cause it was so hard for me to watch. Yeah, well, Raw. It started out with the the Bloodline in the ring. No Roman Reigns. He's he's out for now. Uh, the Bloodline's in the ring. The Judgment Day comes out, and it's announced that they made a deal. Uh, they're gonna fight each other's rivals right now. So uh, I thought I think this is really cool. And 
both Finn Balor didn't seem pleased with the idea. The Usos didn't seem pleased with the idea. Roman Reigns made this deal. I, I think this is really cool. And it ended up, they announced that we're going to have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle versus the Judgment Day later in the, the night. But we're going to start out with Rey Mysterio versus Solo Sokoa. So the first match of the night was Rey Mysterio versus Solo Sokoa. I thought this was a great match. Ends up, Solo Sokoa wins. A few uh, close calls there. It looks like Rey Mysterio almost beat Solo. So I thought he looked very strong here. Usos obviously got involved. LWO got involved. What do you think of this match? I thought it was uh, really good. Of course, Rey Mysterio, it's hard for him to have a bad match, especially with a guy that's bigger than him, which is most. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But as far as these bruiser types, like Solo, it it always works really well with Mysterio. Yeah. Um, Mysterio just knows how to have this type of match. Rey Mysterio is awesome. We did our our top five all-time favorite wrestlers on our first episode. Quite honestly, I could go back and I might put Rey Mysterio in there. I watched him on the Impulsive podcast this week. I think you did as well. I saw you Snapchat it. Yeah. And I just love the guy. He's so awesome. Uh, and I thought this was a great match. And I'm excited. Like, he, he's just at the top of his level right now. And he's like 50 years old. So it's so cool to see. Yeah. He also said on that podcast that he has no plans of hanging it up quite yet. Yeah, he made a hint on after the bell that he's looking at like 50, which is like two or three years from now. Um, but he's, he's not putting anything in stone. So, I mean, if he keeps working at the the ability he's working at, I want to see another world title run in him. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to I see him go until he's at least 60. Yeah, or 75, maybe 80. Yeah, he can yeah just wrestle <laughs> longer than Flair did. Screw Yep, yeah. I think he could uh, he could do it. With those stem cell therapies he's doing. Uh, we also had Bianca Belair versus Dakota Kai. A pretty quick match. Bianca Belair wins. A lot of people were trying to say that Dakota, Bailey, and EO deserve better. Um, I mean, Bianca's Bianca. I think she's incredible. I They're, they're in a world title feud right now. It, it looks like we're, we're getting EO versus Bianca soon. Um, this is just a match to build the little storyline. So I, I didn't really think much of it. Uh, I but... think they're talking about like depth of storyline wise. I, sure, I know that sure. they're involved heavily, but damage control really, ha- I, I do agree in the fact that they haven't been fleshed out overall as, as like individual sure. characters. I know Bailey has obviously, but Dakota mm-hmm. and Neo outside of being Bailey's flunkies don't really have much depth as, to their character at the moment. Who do you think eventually beats Bianca for the title? I don't think that person is on the Raw roster currently or SmackDown. Do you think? Okay. All right. Um, up next, we had Cody Rhodes come out. Um, he's pissed off. He, he's really mad. He calls out Brock Lesnar. He wants a, he called him out last week asking for a match in Puerto Rico. Um, Adam Pierce comes out and says, you're not cleared. You need to get out of the ring now. Um, you can have your match in Puerto Rico and Cody Rhodes ain't having it. All these security guards come out. Then Brock comes out in a fucking trench coat. Uh, I love Brock. He, he looked awesome. <laughs> um, and then Cody kills all of the, the bodyguards and yeah, he tries to get to Brock. Doesn't get to Brock. I, I thought obviously people were saying, Oh, well, Cody Rhodes looked like a heel thing, but Cody kind of, uh, in a backstage interview kind of said that, uh, where were all these security guards when Brock Lesnar was destroying me two weeks in a row? Where was that? And I think he had a good point there. So uh, what do you think of this segment here? Eh, I mean, I'm not really for the face uh, destroying security guards. Mm-hmm. I get that they tried to play it off and explain it. But I'm going to yeah. be completely honest. It's not really my my thing. Sure. Um, 
Yeah. I know John Cena's even done it a few times, but it's just eh. I'd much rather see dudes like Brock or Lashley do it. It's kind of weird yeah. when Cody Rhodes is doing it to me. <laughs> I think it, it really just showed his aggression and how pissed off he is. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm very, very excited for the match in uh, Puerto Rico. I hope it's good. So, yeah. Um, here, up next, I think, is the match of the night, which is shocking. Uh, not shocking yeah, for Seth since, Rollins. Since this is the only show that we're really reviewing, and we both didn't really watch. I watched bits and pieces of NXT, but not enough to mm-hmm. review. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is my match of the week. It's mine, too. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, let's just get that out of the way, because this this was the best match, and it had no reason to be, but it just was. Like This match just yeah. clicked. Seth Rollins versus The Miz. <laughs> uh, banger. Like, on Raw, it was incredible. It looked like The Miz felt like he wanted to prove something, and obviously Seth Rollins wanted to prove something, and they did. That match was very, very good for a Raw. It was a pay-per-view quality match, quite honestly. Very good match. Seth Rollins wins. Yeah, I was I was watching the NBA playoffs at the same time, and I had I completely one eighty to just focusing on Raw when this match was going on. Like this match was that good to where I like a lot of times I'll kind of listen to Raw and kind of watch out of the side out of like uh, the corner of my eye and just keep up with what's going on and then and then come back later and rewind or whatever. But this match I watched live in its entirety, didn't rewind or anything. Like I this, this match was really fun. And, yeah, uh, I loved it. I, I will say Mrs. New Gear, like he looks like the raw mascot, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, up next, we also had a really good match. We had Lashley versus Theory. Uh, it ended, uh, I, I believe, in a double disqualification when Bronson Reed came out um, and destroyed Lashley. It looks like we might be setting up for a triple threat for the United States title. Obviously, Lashley and Bronson Reed are the main uh, two feuding there, but Theory did get involved there. Um, maybe he was just pissed because they messed up his match, but yeah, I, I thought it was a really good match leading into the interference and Bronson Reed looks like a fucking star right now. Uh, absolutely destroying Lashley. What do you think of that? Uh, I love Bronson Reed, but this match was nowhere near the level of Seth Rollins and Miz. Um, but however, I, I do have to agree. It did a really good job in, in, um, promoting Bronson Reed and making me want to see that match again with Lashley. Um, yeah, a triple threat. I, I don't know if it happened in Puerto Rico, but a triple threat between those three could be pretty fun. I'd imagine uh, that Austin Theory would still end up winning, but could he be would fun. steal the victory from probably steal the yeah. victory from Bronson. Yeah. Or Bronson would win, which I wouldn't mind at all. And Austin Theory is probably my favorite right now, but you know, it's. Uh, I thought it was a good match. Obviously, definitely not as good as Seth and Miz, but I thought it was good. Up next, we had a Trish Stratus promo. I thought this was a really good promo. She comes out and basically says, "I'm the I'm the biggest deal. I'm the best women's wrestler of all time, and I want my respect. I'm the reason um, that women are getting the opportunities they're getting today. Why are you all talking about the four horse ladies when I'm the one who started the women's revolution? I thought this was cool. I uh, Trish Stratus just talking shit and. Um, she looked really good doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, hopefully she wrestles as good as she looked. And as yeah. good as she sounded. Because <laughs> that match with, uh, that tag match with Becky was rough, man. Hopefully I, hopefully she gets things together and knocks off the rust. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, are you about to say that maybe that was by design to have the miscommunications? No. Okay. I was no, like, because it was, maybe, it was but I don't rough. think. Yeah. I honestly, 
I think usually they use tag team matches to protect somebody who's not as good in the ring or who, who maybe has some rust. And I was thinking maybe that's what they're doing. But I think Trish will look great in the ring with Becky Lynch. I She was wrestling Raquel and uh, Liv Morgan, who are both great wrestlers, but maybe not as seasoned as Becky Lynch. I think Becky versus Trish will be fine. I really do. If they sure, want to do sure. Trish versus Lita in 2023, no. <laughs> I don't think that yeah, would be I, I, I have no interest in that. Me either. Me either. But I feel like Lita's going to have to be involved somehow here. And I, I don't know, maybe Lita ends up turning heel as well. But she, Trish attacked Lita. And I'm pretty sure she uh, admitted to that. So Trish or Lita should be pissed. So I don't know where Lita was this week. Is she still out or what? But she's herded. Yeah, she's hurting. Um, up next, we had Mia Yim and Candice LeRae versus Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green. Uh, Sonia and Chelsea win, and Sonia and Chelsea will wrestle the tag champions this Friday on SmackDown. Um, I thought this match was... I mean, it wasn't the best match on the card by any means. It served its it purpose. It yeah. Uh, I still Sonya, think... Sonia and Chelsea work really well together as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I as far as the women's tag division, it's really refreshing to have another successful team that, that works well together. Cause a lot of the teams in the past, since this division has been introduced, it's just been hodgepodge mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and a lot of randomness um, all the way, even from the beginning with Sasha and Bailey, it's really mm-hmm. been, cause, yeah, it, it's just been a lot of random pairings and quick one-off things. And a lot of, a a ton of betrayals in this division too. Like a lot of teams yeah. end up losing the titles because one turns on the other. And like, I don't know. It's just nice to see another traditional tag team kind of get. Yeah. Formed. Hopefully they last. Yeah, for a while. I agree. And um, I feel like NXT should really be developing these women's tag teams uh, and not breaking them up like they did with toxic attraction. But I, I think that if they, well, they, they still have uh they still have Caden Carter and Katana chance. And they've been which I really like forever. Them as a team. So yeah, yeah, yep. So I yeah I I think Sonya and Chelsea are a good tag team. I still think Chelsea Green might be the best return under Triple H, and Bronson Reed might be getting there soon. But Ch- Chelsea Green's killing it. And I didn't think she had it in her, and I said that last week. But Chelsea Green's awesome. Yeah, it's worked out really well. Uh, yep. Up next, we have the main event. We have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle defeating the Judgment Day. I thought this match was really solid, too. A lot of fun spots. And uh, it led to uh, all four big factions. We had Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Matt Riddle. We had LWO. We had the Judgment Day and the Bloodline all going at it. Ending Raw. I thought that was so much fun. Just just everyone killing each other. So what do you think of that? Yeah, it's certainly a neat visual when you have uh, all four groups uh, mm-hmm. brawling ringside and all around the arena to end the show. I, I liked it a lot. Kind of was like the, uh, the gang warfare days of the, uh, late at adi- or early attitude era of like 97 mm-hmm. when you had Bariquas yeah. and you had DX and nation domination oh. and, 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 and you had like all these factions and it seems like WWE's really faction driven right now. And, and sure. it's fun because WWE hadn't been like, hasn't been faction had a lot of factions in a long time. Um, mm-hmm. it, it had always been like one faction for a while, like the Nexus yeah. or, you know, the league of nations, you know, it always been like one random faction, but right now there's like four solid factions. 
uh, on yep. the main roster. It's really yep. refreshing. And they're sticking yeah. together too. And they're not just lasting for like a week. Like I know, I know the the uh, the Sammy, Kevin, and Riddle alliance is only an alliance to get rid of the bloodline. Mm-hmm. But I still count them as as a legitimate group because they've all been working together for quite some time now, especially Owens and yeah. Zane. So, yep, yeah, I I, I wouldn't say they're a real faction, but I think they add a lot to this, so I can't complain there. Uh, overall, how do you feel about Raw? Uh, I I enjoyed the show. Um, there were certainly some uh, good matches in Seth Rollins and the Miz, and Theory and Lashley was solid. Um, Overall, I, I enjoyed it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Backlash yet. I'm excited for Cody yeah. and Lesnar, but for whatever reason, I can't visualize Cody beating Lesnar, Lesnar quite yet. Like, yeah. it's so rare when Lesnar loses. Like, I don't know how they're going to work it to where it, it it's believable, if that makes sense. Yeah. Sure. So. I understand that. I thought Raw was really solid this week. Yep, I uh, I agree, and I hope they keep this momentum going. Huh? I know a lot of people are really soured a couple weeks ago with Vince McMahon, but I think th- I think they're doing okay. I think it's going to be okay. Uh, so yeah, that's our Raw review. Uh, we just recorded our last episode a couple days ago, so we don't have a lot more to talk about. Uh, we're going to go ahead and hear some a little couple words from our friends over at In the Marvels with Soda and Ethan, and then we'll be right back with round two of our little mock draft. Hey everyone, my name's Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We're a NASCAR podcast and we'd like you to check us out. Yeah, we talk about anything that's currently happening, uh, local dirt tracks, Lionel Racing, diecast cars. If it has the NASCAR banner, we talk about it. We do a lot of race reviews too. You'll catch us uh, just about any week after a NASCAR race and we'll be talking about it and all the things that's happening and preview the upcoming race too. Uh, you can find us on all the platforms, that any, any platform that you find your podcast from, and uh, we think you'll enjoy it. And uh, got anything you want to add, Ethan? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right, we're back. We're going to go ahead and do our round two of our little mock draft we started last week. Um, so I'm Raw, Joe Smackdown. So last week I picked Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Liv Morgan, Asuka, and Cora Jade. Joe picked Roman Reigns, Gunther, Lesnar, Randy Orton, Braun Breaker, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, Bailey, Roxanne, and Shayna Baszler. So now we're going to do tag teams, men and women. We're going to do five picks of each. And then next week we're going to do five more. And we're going to have full rosters. It's going to be great. <laughs> so Absolutely. first up, we'll st- hell yeah, we'll start with tag teams. And you want to go first with tag teams? Yes, my first team okay. is going to be the Usos. All right. So first team is the Usos. Okay, that was going to be mine first one too. So now I got to think. I'm going to take the Street Profits. Great pick. All right. So your pick two. Okay, my team, my next team is actually, this might be a reach, but I'm pretty high on them, and I think that I would be able to uh, revitalize them, turn them back into killers. I'm going to take the Viking Raiders. Okay, I like that a lot, actually. I'm also going to reach on my second pick, and I'm going to pick from NXT, and I'm going to pick the Creed Brothers. Great pick. 
Hell yeah. I, I really like those guys. Awesome. All right. Your third pick. Uh, with my next okay. pick of the tag teams, I'm going to take uh, the tag team champions, Sammy and Kevin. We had a little discussion, and since they're the tag champions, of course, they are eligible to be drafted as a team. Awesome. So there um, they go. I, yeah, I, I respect it. I uh, definitely doesn't feel fair when you think about how they're huge but the Usos, if you really think about it, like they are the tag team, they're the tag team champions. We also talked about the Judgment Day and uh, Logato, they LWO. Um, we're going to consider them a tag team too, but just the three. Uh, like right. Rey Mysterio doesn't count if you take the LWO. Uh, Judgment Day, you can take Finn Balor, Damian, or Dominic, or and Dominic. So I'm going to take the Judgment Day. Um, yep. So you, you have already Rhea, have Rhea. I have Judgment Day. So. All right, I have Rhea. Wait, I have Rhea. No, you, you have Rhea. So they're, yep. they're getting broken up in the draft. Hey, that that actually works. Yep, I I I honestly <laughs> think that's what's going to happen. I think Judgment Day mm-hmm. is going to stay on Raw, and I think Rhea's going to uh, get drafted to SmackDown, which which will be interesting to see how that works out. But mm-hmm. okay, interesting. Awesome. Um, so my next pick Two is more. going to be the uh, LWO. That's my fourth team. So. Basically, Legato before Zelina and Ray. All right, that works. Okay, I'm going to take the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Good pick. I should be like, yeah, I'm taking AJ Styles too, but I won't do that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yep. And, and they okay. prim- it, they primarily wrestle as a tag team, and AJ usually wrestles right. separate, so it kind of it's it's a little different. They're not presented as a trio; yeah. they're presented more of like a hey we're we're friends but we're in this collective group but we're not wrestling six mans every week sure or sure. or they weren't in their last run we'll see maybe mm-hmm. maybe in this new run when AJ gets back that's what they do i don't okay my last tag team is going to be Braun Strowman and Ricochet all right all right okay my last one is going to be the Alpha Academy Chad okay. one OTs. All right. So you got the Usos, Viking Raiders, KO and Sammy, LWO, and Braun and Ricochet. Yep. And I got the Street Profits, the Creed Brothers, the Judgment Day, the OC, um, and the Alpha Academy. I think that's pretty pretty good. Pretty good. All pretty right. Good. Up next, we'll do another round of men and then another round of women. So I can't take... Roman, Gunther, Lesnar, Orton, Breaker, Cody, Rollins, Theory, Carmelo, or Grayson. See, this is tough. It's tough because now I got to think of. I should have wrote this down like the other people that are available, but I don't have that in front of me. So, off the top of my head, I'm going to take Drew McIntyre. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Okay. So, Drew to Raw. I like it. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take my first male pick of this week, and it's going to be Sheamus. Okay. I almost took uh, the Brawling Brutes. Yeah, I considered it too, but they're not like, I, I don't know how I feel about just having Ridge and Butch, you know? Yeah. But hey, may, maybe maybe next week. We'll see. Sure. All right. I'm going to take. Um. AJ Styles. Another good pick. 
Okay. I am All going right. to go ahead and take Bobby Lashley. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. All right. So I'm going to really have to talk this guy into coming back because, you know, he, he is there. But who the hell know where, who, who knows where he's at? I'm going to take Bray Wyatt. Okay. <laughs> you have fun trying to figure out what's going on with him. And, and I need all you that. to come to work today, Bray. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically, a discussion WWE is going to have to have eventually. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're going to have to tell me if this is fair when I say it. But with SmackDown's next pick, I want to take Edge. Is that fair? I mean, he is currently a raw uh, branded superstar. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, this is a fantasy world. Um, if you, you got to have the contract and negotiations with him, make sure he wants to stay a little bit longer. But if you right. want to take him, he might, he might retire on you this year. But if you want to take hey, him, it's all right. I already have Brock, and he <laughs> threatens to walk out every six months, too. So. <laughs> It's all good. That's okay. No, I actually, I was thinking about Edge too. So no, I think that's definitely fair. Definitely fair. All right. Up next. I'm looking at the roster. I'm going to take LA Knight. Yeah. I like it. I like it. With my next two pick. More, I get one more. Yep. With my next pick, I'm going to take Omos. Oh. He should have been first overall. Should have been. <laughs> He's the sleeper right. of the draft. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take Logan Paul. Nice. Okay. I like it. Make him, I'm going to make him work a little more. I might give him an incentive, a little bit more money. Okay. And uh, with my final pick, I'm going to take... Hmm. I had him in my head, and then I forgot. <laughs> There's a big one on the board right now. I'm looking right now. That'll go well with your roster. Oh, that's who I was going to take. I guarantee it's not who who you had uh, <laughs> uh, th- thought of. Okay, with my final pick of the week, I'm going to take Matt Riddle. Okay. I thought about Matt Riddle. I was talking about Rey Mysterio, so one of us are going to take Rey Mysterio next week. I can almost... Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. I just saw Riddle there, and I'm like, you know, I mean, he's kind of he's kind of featured right now. He should be drafted already. Definitely, definitely. So. All right, all right. Up next, we have five women each. So there's like kids playing outside. So if you hear them, I apologize. So we can't pick Bianca, Becky, Liv, Oscar, Cora, Rhea, Charlotte, Bailey, Roxanne, or Shayna. So um, you pick first this time. All right. So, with my first pick of the women this week, I'm going to take mm-hmm. somebody that's not looked upon fondly currently, but at one point was. And uh, I'm going to take Ronda Rousey. I had it written down before you even said it with your little setup there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had her on my list too because I agree. She still has the name value. Just need to get her mm-hmm. back to. To working good. So, all right, I'm gonna take Chelsea Green. I like it. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
I'm going to uh, take a little bit of a reach here, and I'm going to take Indy Hartwell. Okay. All right, my second pick, I'm going to take Gigi Dolan. I think she has a lot of potential. All right, your third pick is? Carmella. Okay. I think Carmella's great, so that's a good pick. Yep, I need. Right. I was getting. I I don't want to get too young with my roster. I want to have a good mix of of veterans and uh, some young people. So, sure, sure, sure. Awesome. Uh, my third pick is going to be Piper Niven. I, I still think she could be a champion. All okay. Right. Um. My fourth pick this week is going to be Alexa Bliss. How is she not taken already? No idea. Wow. But there she goes. Welcome awesome. to SmackDown. That's a good one. I, I, I w- didn't even write her down, but I would have. I would have thought of it. <laughs> All right. My next pick is EO Sky. Okay. My last pick of this week is going to pair up nicely with the LWO, and it's going to be Zelina Vega. Awesome. All right. And my last pick is going to be Mia Yim. Cool. All right. So we have some nice rosters here. If you want to see our full rosters, go ahead over to our Twitter. I'll tweet them out. I'll make a little graphic for them. Honestly, I think it'd be really fun if we uh, started a a universe mode and we both had our rosters. I was thinking that too. Yeah, yeah, we, we should definitely we should do something like that. I think it'd be a lot of fun. All yeah. right, do you have enough time for a trivia game? Let's do it. It's, it, should, it should be quick. All right, since the draft's coming up, we have draft themed shows lately. It seems I have a funtrivia.com. Jeff Toon from the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast gave me this website. Uh, I have a 2002 WWF draft. It says F, but it, it was E at that time, I believe. Um, from March 25th, uh, 2002. No, it, it was still, it was still WBS I don't, at that time. Was they, it? I, they hadn't, I thought they changed yeah, they the hadn't gotten the, so. No, I'm rewatching the Ruthless Aggression era, and they haven't yeah. gotten the E out, and I'm almost halfway through 2002. I don't know when that uh, – Oh, I think the change is like halfway through 2002. I'm like coming right up on it. Cool. But, yeah, it happens fast and so, quick, so – yeah, I knew you were watching the Ruthless Aggression. I knew you probably watched this episode pretty recently, so I thought it'd be fun to ask you some questions on it. And it's draft-related, uh, so the people who are listening at home, you guys can keep track of your answers and see how well you do. So, um, The first question is, which wrestler did Linda McMahon say had a no-draft clause in his contract? Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, Stone Cold Steve Austin. They had a big fight okay. over him for the first like two weeks. <laughs> um, who did Taz have a match against on the show? Um, hmm. D- does it list options? Yes, Al Snow, Goldust, okay. Mister Perfect, or Maven. Mister Perfect. I remember it being Mr. really weird. When Vince McMahon came out to the podium, who did he announce was his first draft pick? What are my options? I know I know Kurt Angle wanted to be first draft pick, but wasn't. Mm-hmm. There's no options. You have to write in the no answer. No options. So. Yep. 
Um, Vince McMahon. I, I'm trying to remember because it wasn't Hogan, because Hogan was uh, a little, little bit later. I'm gonna say The Rock was the first pick for SmackDown. That's who I think it was too. Um, yeah. Who who walked into Vince's office demanding to know why he wasn't the first picked? Kurt Angle. Yeah, that's what I was Kurt getting Angle. at. Kurt Angle was uh, was doing. It was really Kurt Angle was so funny in these yep. in these episodes that I watched of this month. Yeah. It, it gave some options. William Regal, Booker T, Christian, or Kurt Angle. So, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Yep. When Ric Flair came to the podium, who did he announce was his first pick? Uh, I th- since, since it ended up being uh, – I'm trying to remember. Was it – I think – I want to say Undertaker. Does it give options? It doesn't. I'll put in Undertaker. We'll see if it was right. Okay. I, I want to say Undertaker because I think I I almost said NWO, but I think he picked NWO a little later because I know that he right. made a big deal about them. So this next question makes me think Undertaker was wrong because I think he's the answer to this one. Who stormed into Vince's office demanding to know why he wasn't drafted by Flair? Hmm. Why he wasn't drafted by Flair? I don't know. Uh, does it give options? It just says it's two words. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so, uh, write down, just go ahead and write down Kurt Angle. That, I, I know I got one of them wrong, but hopefully I'll be able to figure out what I flip-flopped. Sure, sure, sure. Who did Edge and Diamond Dallas Page have a match against? Booker T and Test, William Regal and Booker T, Test and Albert, or Christian and Booker T? I believe it was Test and Albert because I think this is like the end of that uh, Test and Albert team. Who did Vince draft second? Who did Vince draft second? So Vince Vince is SmackDown. I'm going to say this was the Angle pick because Angle comes in after the first pick which I believe is The Rock, and convinces Vince to make Angle the next pick. All right. So I'll put Kurt Angle. Who did Trish Jadish have a match against? Ivory, Jazz, Lita, or Tori Wilson? Ivory, Jazz, Tori, or... I'm going to say Ivory, because I think Jazz was at, at commentary ringside for this. So it wasn't Jazz. Jazz was the women's champion at the time, though. All right. Who did Flair draft second? Rob Van Dam, Hulk Hogan, NWO, or Kane? I'm going to say NWO. Okay. Who was Vince's third draft choice? This is going to get a little tedious. Yeah. That's two Uh, words. (laughs) I want. Okay. So we have Kurt Angle out of the way, and we have The Rock out of the way. And you just told me that I, I know RVD and Booker T are um, Monday Night Raw. It's either Hulk Hogan. It's because Hulk Hogan's a big piece of SmackDown at the time. It's either Hulk Hogan or Chris Benoit. Uh, Should I put Hulk Hogan in? Mm, No, go ahead and do Chris Benoit. Do Chris Benoit because I I think Hulk Hogan was a little later for whatever reason. I don't think Kurt Angle or Hulk Hogan was that early. 
All right. Who was third or who was Ric Flair's third draft choice? This one gives uh, gives choices: NWO, Kane, Hulk Hogan, or Rob Van Dam. It wasn't Hogan, and I already picked. Um, it wasn't Hogan because he's SmackDown, and it wasn't NWO because I've already picked them as as uh-huh. the second draft pick. So I'm down to what RVD and Kane. Yep. Uh, hmm. give me Kane. Kane. Which Kane was tag a huge team part of Raw at the time? So. Mm-hmm. Which collective tag team did Vince McMahon draft? Collective tag team. Yeah. Three words. Nope. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Billy and Chuck. <laughs> I know they're on the show, <laughs> so okay. that's okay. I know they're Which on show. Was Bradshaw? Which show was Bradshaw drafted? Bradshaw to? was drafted to Raw. I know that for sure because they did APA segments for like the next month. Who did the Raw. NWO? Who did the NWO have a handicap match against? Scotty Tuhati and Albert, Hulk Hogan and The Rock, the APA, or Billy and Chuck? Hulk Hogan and The Rock. In reference to the above question, who interfered in the match? Of Hulk Hogan and The Rock versus the NWO? Yeah. Uh, Does it give options? Nope. It's just one word. (laughs) Uh, oh, 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 it's Kane because uh, Kane, Kane, yeah, the, Kane does some, some really funny Hulk Hogan impressions backstage. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Who did Jeff Hardy have a match against? Christian, Chuck, Billy, or Rob Van Dam? Jeff Hardy, uh, I'm going to say Rob Van Dam. Okay. That's probably a I know it wasn't Billy. I, I knew it wasn't Billy or Chuck, and I don't think it was Christian. Uh, it, it very well could have been Christian. It was either Christian or RVD. So. All right, we have three more questions, and these two okay. are probably pretty random. Uh, who is Vince's 10th draft pick? Edge, tenth? Mark Henry. R- yeah, Edge, Mark Henry, Rikishi, or Maven? Uh... Edge, Mark Henry, uh, give me. You said Edge, Mark Henry, Maven, and who? Uh, Rikishi. Give me Rikishi. I like Rikishi. Sure. All right. And this one you have to write in your answer. Who was Ric Flair's 10th draft choice? I don't know why they give you options for Vince, but they don't give you options for Flair. I'm, I it's actually think, I actually think I know this. Oh, wait, it's one word. Okay. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Shoot. I was going to say Brock because Brock was around this time where, uh, where they where he got drafted, but uh just type in Brock. I don't I know it's not Brock, but I don't have any other guess. All right. We're not playing for money. It doesn't matter if you're wrong. Just for right. fun, shits and giggles. All right, yeah, last question. Yeah, and that that one's that one's nearly impossible. You know, it's like, hey, here, we're not going to give you any options, but just take a wild mm-hmm. guess. I'm like, okay. 
this match is wild. In the Triple H versus Chris Jericho versus Stephanie McMahon match, who yes. did Triple H pin to retain the WWF Undisputed Championship? Triple H pins Stephanie. All right, let's see how you did. Let's see. All right. Uh, so first stand. Okay, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the wrestler. No draft clause. Uh, okay. Taz did wrestle Mister Perfect. Okay. Vince McMahon did pick The Rock first. Um, yep. Kurt Angle did uh, demand why he wasn't demanded to know why he wasn't picked first. The Undertaker okay. was the first pick for Ric Flair. All right. So who stormed into Vince's office demanding to know why he was dra- why he was drafted by Flair? Oh, it's why he was drafted by Flair. I apologize. I messed that up for you. The answer okay. was The Undertaker. So, oh, okay. Yep. Uh, who did Edge and Diamond Dallas Page have a match? You said Test and Albert. It was Christian and Booker T. Okay. Um, Vince drafted Kurt Angle second, correct. Uh, Trish had a match with Ivory, correct. Uh, second draft pick for Flair was the NWO. Who was Vince's third draft choice? It was Chris Benoit. You were correct. Nice. Who was Flair's Third draft choice was Kane, correct. Which collective tag team did Vince draft? Billy and Chuck was correct. Really? Which That's like the yeah. only tag team I remember from, from the draft. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? Screw it. Okay. Because, dude, they, uh, they broke up so many tag teams. They broke up APA. Yeah. They broke up uh, They broke Dudley's. up the Dudleys. I'm like, geez. Like, that's the only tag team <laughs> I remember them drafting. Bradshaw was drafted to Raw, correct. Uh, Hogan and The Rock did fight the NWO. Yep. Kane did interfere. All right. Jeff Hardy had a match with Billy, not RVD. Billy. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Billy. <laughs> uh, the 10th draft pick to, to Vince McMahon was Maven, not Rikishi. Okay. Um, Ric Flair's 10th draft choice was not Brock Lesnar. It was Lita. Lita. Okay. So, and, so yep. one word answer. Okay. Yep. And then Triple H pinned Stephanie McMahon, so that was correct. You scored 15 out of 20, 75%. I'll take it. Hell yeah. For, for, awesome. for a kind of random episode of Raw, I, I'll take <laughs> that. Yeah, it was pretty, that was fun. We should do something like that more often. I, I like that. Yeah. I stole that from Fully Posable. Yeah, that was awesome. fun. How'd they do on it? Did They did it too? They didn't do that one. They do random. Oh, okay. Uh, you stole the idea. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll All like right. It. Any any shout outs this week? Not for me. Same as usual. All right. Cool. We'll go ahead and shout out in the marbles with Soda and Ethan, the NASCAR podcast. If you like NASCAR, go check them out. The Tales of the Estate podcast with Drew and Caitlin. Love that podcast. Um, I uh, jokingly talked shit on them last week for talking shit on my uh, Red Bull flavor, but I love those guys, um, so I'm not mad at them. <laughs> he said he has some good Taco Bell reviews this week, so I'm excited to listen. And then the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. If you like wrestling figures, go check them out. Love that. Love those guys. Um, so, yeah, that's our show this week. Um, episode 11 is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, any last words, Joe? Uh, not this week. Uh, hopefully next week we have a lot of fun TV wrestling to cover. Luckily raw was good. So it gave us something good to talk about because if raw was bad, I don't know what we would have talked about besides, I guess, trashing it, but no, raw was fun. And, uh, hopefully this next week we have a full week of good wrestling. So hell yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. See ya.